As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Shut up and sit down. Good morning, <laughs> afternoon, or evening. Oh my, what a start uh, to a new season. Welcome to a new season, new episode of Just Ball Things. It is season five time, and it's time for some season previews. But first, we with me today, as always, with his face pressed right up against the camera. I'm surprised your big nose is not uh, creating a nice uh, divot. Uh, is the J-Man, Jack Manuel. How are you? I'm swell, Nick. I was uh, a little bit before. We obviously are season five. Don't know how, but we are. I was also doing a little bit like a forehead test. Apparently, like, you do the fingers, and if you do from, like, your bridge of your nose to your forehead, and apparently that's how you're either a forehead or a five-head or a four-and-a-half-head. I think I'm a five-head. I need a. Yep. I can't yep. do this with my glasses. Great my visual content. So make sure you subscribe on YouTube at OTT Basketball because uh, Nick is destroying his face right now, which is always fun. Oh, I've smudged up my glasses. Oh, God. <laughs> this, is, this is a nightmare. Just let me apply some. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's got these little cloth. I've got That's my little cute. cloth. That's cute. <laughs> hey, when you get old, when you become an old man and you need glasses, you'll understand. You're younger than me. It's true. Jackie boy, we have got a big episode in store with some season previews coming up. The season literally starts tomorrow. Um, I got I, I got my wires crossed because I, mean, I should be used to it by now, but 
America is always a, like a date behind. So the 22nd is actually the 23rd in Australia. So I was excited for basketball today, but no, tomorrow. And that is fine. That is fine. But we're going to take you through some season previews, some predictions. We'll have a look at some stuff that we did last year. Um, it's going to be a great episode. We'll see. We'll even give you an insight for those of you watching on YouTube as to the uh, the underbelly, the dark underbelly of... Uh, <laughs> that eyebrow is killing me, mate. Um, uh, <laughs> the deep underbelly of the inner workings of JBT. Spoiler, it's not very complicated. Um, so... But first, we have some official plug. You can contact us on Twitter at JBTNick and at the JMANJBT. Make sure you give us a follow. Uh, we are also closely affiliated with OTG Basketball. Give them a follow on Twitter as well at OTG Basketball. If you're watching us on YouTube, you've already found the OTG Network on YouTube. Uh, so make sure you subscribe and hit that notification bell. Uh, so you know when fresh content comes out, including uh, all the outlet stuff and obviously JBT as well. Uh, Facebook.com slash JustBallThings. Give us a like and a follow there. Uh, and JBTPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to hit us up on email, please, for the love of God. I love the uh, I love using the Gmails. I know, I'm an old man. I'm the old man, Jackie boy. You stick <laughs> to your glasses. Twitters and I'll stick to my Gmails. <laughs> Got my glasses. And your little gla- no, show us the glass cloth again. I want to see it again. It's cute. Oh, it's all blue. It's all blue. <laughs> it says Levi's on it. I mean, it's... it's a bloody hey, we're we getting sponsored by Levi's this season? Sportsbet.com. Got it. <laughs> see, I'm out of practice. Sportsbet, you need to sponsor us so that I can get back into practice. Uh, yeah. Sportsbet.com. There we go. I've got it. All right, Jackie boy. Let's get straight into this one uh, by revealing some of the uh some of the documents that are you I mean you can often see my eyes uh peer away from the screen this is what i'm looking at and i hope you guys appreciate the inner workings you know we've got official banter time as an official minute on our uh <laughs> on our doc but let's keep going down here it's all right so i wish i could do like the the waves like the memory waves like like we're going back to last season Jackie boy, Ooh. do you want to get us started on some of the stuff that we're looking at with the uh, with with last year's results? So we'll go rookie of the year, quickly go through it. Nick and I both had Zion, even though Nick didn't think Zion should even be playing. We all know that running joke. True, <laughs> it's true. Uh, both of us had Tyler Hero, Smokies. You know, he was pretty good. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, RJ Barrett, a little less so. Uh, Matisse Thibel, decent defensively. Um, not, a, not a Jar Morant in sight. No, say. no, I mean, but, you know, not even Zion. as a smoky. I see. I, I thought I was going. I thought I was doing away with picking the New York Nick uh, uh, rookie, and it's right there in black and white. RJ Hampton. We, we will see I if he's RJ picking Hampton. Obi Toppin for for this year. Very, very no, soon. No, no. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. <laughs> um, we had a dump uh, section called dump prediction that could happen. I predicted that Kevin Durant makes a return this season. Tran will make an All Star team. And did happen. Could become the best. I got one thing right. That was, wasn't right. bad. Yeah. That wasn't bad. That's right. Dumb prediction that could happen. We we finished fourteenth. <laughs> did we finish fourteenth? No, nah, I think it, you, you were there in the. Play-in. No, no, that's right. We're in the play. It must have Sorry. been like eleventh yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lakers fall out of the playoffs. Okay. That's that's <laughs> great. That's not, uh, that's not. No. No. That did not happen. <laughs> and Carl Anthony Towns could get traded. I remember really thinking that one was yeah, legitimate. You'll be on that. Um. 
Oh man, it's. I mean, this is a good start for me so far. <laughs> that's <laughs> very impressive. Trey Young will make an All Star team. Yeah, that's a look. I have to be. When you're right 53% of the time, you're wrong 47% of the time. Why didn't you say that before? Uh, Breakout break players. I, I think we both sort of... I get mine was a little bit more... Uh, mine was way wrong. Torian yes. Prince was not good last season. No. Um, I could pick him again, maybe. But I wouldn't say Ben Simmons had a... He didn't have a breakout year. He was all NBA, my dude. Yeah, but that's that seems to be like general. Would you call that breakout? Like he doesn't seem to have. I don't know. I mean, all NBA, obviously very impressive, but it, it didn't sort of. I know you're used to being wrong. Give yourself some damn credit. It's a good pick, son. Breakout is like takes the league by storm. I guess. I mean, Torian Prince was never going to do that, even if he was good. Um, but like. Ben, yeah, okay. I guess because because Ben Simmons, because it's like if you have a breakout year, can you have another breakout year, or if you've yeah. already broken out that year, or like, you know, like Victor Oladipo became an All Star, is that his breakout year? What if next year he became the MVP? Is that another breakout year? Like, it's just too confusing and classic yes. me. I am definitely overanalyzing all of this stuff. Um, so players to make their first All Star team, Luka Doncic. You got it right, mate. Well oh, done. Yeah. Um, Tatum, you got that one right. Tatum made I did. it. I, did. Uh, I don't think Siakam and Mitch, Siakam and Mitchell. I can't I'm even sure remember they did. now. Oh, they, sure did. they did. Oh, yep. there you go. God damn. Bang. And Levine was like so close in your Smokey. He started so well, yeah. but then he really did taper off. It was like you know you could have had Andrew Wiggins. You know, it's better than my these... better than my Smokey Jackie boy in <laughs> low marketed. <laughs> See, I was, we were saying this before the podcast. It's like, it's going to be good to revisit how dumb we were because it fits our brand. As we said on previous episodes, we would rather be entertaining and stupid than be smart and boring. Like, just go to like the athletic or something. There was a lot of hype around the Bulls as well last year. At the start of last year, people were hyped. And that's why I'm like, Laurie Markkinen, I can see it. But then it would probably have to be that two Bulls would make an all-star game. And I don't think that they were going to be that good. Yeah. Uh, to have two all-stars. But, you know, we live and learn. We live and learn. Um, most excited to watch this season, Jack. How did your prediction go? Uh, well, look, Kyrie played 20 games. Cat uh, was really, really good. Uh, and Steph, for you, played about I mean, yeah, exactly. something as well. That's so right. <laughs> if we want to get even more stupid, down to the coaches most likely to be fine. <laughs> I said Frank Vogel, which I think was a legitimate prediction at the time. Monty Williams, uh, not a good prediction because he also established Phoenix as a, a mm-hmm. rising team. You said Scott Brooks, which is, you know, why not? Uh, and you also said David Fisdale, which was correct. Yes, Fisdale did move on as my Smokey. And I I don't know why, and like in hindsight, why Scott Brooks would have... I guess because I had them finishing 14th. Like I thought that they were actually going to capitulate. But actually, you know... It was sort of in that playoff window in the East a little bit. Um, And so I I feel like, uh, and we're going to see, I'll mention it as well when we get to the coaches to be fired uh, this year, but I think it's hard to to say, if you know into the season your team's going to be shit, then it's sort of hard to fire that coach. It's like, well, what do you expect? Um, And so I think that that might've been a little bit, uh, yeah, anyway, coach of the year. And I think this speaks highly of a future prediction on where we both thought the Jazz were going to be uh, and what the what most of the league thought the Jazz were going to do uh, last season. 
And so you took uh, Quinn Snyder as your uh, coach of the year. But I took Brett Brown because I have unwavering faith. And to this day, still have unwavering faith to Brett Brown for some reason. Not only that, my smoky was also Luke Walton. I thought he may have... Because I, I, I... Hold on, if I scroll down, did I put... Uh, sa- no, spoilers, 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 spoilers. I think did I put, put Sacramento... No, I didn't. You had... I thought you had them in the... Oh, no, I did. I did. I put I put Sacramento as eighth. And I remember justifying this. It's like, they got to finish eighth. Walton's got to be in the running for uh, coach of the year because he's done so well at this team. And we'll see in the in my predictions here where Walton is falling and how... Uh, I guess how far he has fallen. Mate, um, you got another one right with the six man of the year mm. you're beating me you no harold harold won oh, i i guess i mean it was lou will and harold i was playing the field jackie boy that was pretty easy <laughs> look i was just doing the homerism spencer dinwiddie and you know Derek rose i thought was certainly mm. in contention and yeah, look yeah. spencer dinwiddie or carol Severt might be a bit of a sneak preview for one of my picks for next year uh as typical uh doing the homer picks uh, like i would on the brooklyn buzz mm. yeah no i um i was i was quite uh Despite the fact that I didn't want Harold to win, I'm glad that he did because I got this prediction right. Go me. <laughs> I'm actually doing okay compared to previous years. I think I went less crazy this year and I think yeah, I was yeah. a little bit more measured. Uh, so I'm glad that I could, uh, if I screw my head on right, I can get something uh, I can get something right. Uh, most improved player, um, uh, Jason Tatum for you, obviously was amazing. Uh, he was still like uh, all star, and you know that was oh, great. Yeah. These these tend to like first player to make all star and most improved player can be you know tied at the tied at the hip. Yeah. Um. And so Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball as well for your Smokies. Uh. Obviously didn't go. Lonzo Ball had an improvement, had an uptick. Oh yeah, he he was so inconsistent uh, though. But he the improved. bubble, his bubble was his bubble Bad. was awful. His bubble, his bubble was awful. Was yeah, that's right. Yeah. Bad bubble. Feels like last season was such a long time ago. Uh, and obviously, yeah. I had Zach Levine. Cool story, Nicky boy. Um, biggest splash on their new team. I got both of these kind of good. You, I mean, you I did. Got- you did. In um, Anthony Davis, obviously, the big one. Yeah. I veered away from that one because I was like, oh, Anthony Davis. Everyone's going to be picking Anthony Davis. And what did I pick, Jackie boy? Oh, boy. <laughs> Al Horford. And Severansky. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much, Nick. That's a this homer is pick. That is a wrong. homer pick if it's I've ever seen fun. one. It's more fun to be wrong and stupid. <laughs> I care that I got Jeremy Grant right and he was awesome in the playoffs and Anthony Davis was a nine finals MVP. Mm. I love for the Thomas Celeranski are much better picks. That's right. I mean, the next the next one's pretty stark. We both had him bead for Defensive Player of the Year last year. Uh, obviously, Embiid with his uh, with his troubles during the year uh, that didn't eventuate. Your Smokey was a little bit uh, closer than my Smokey. <laughs> Andre um, Roberson barely played at all. <laughs> that's right. He was injured. He was yeah yeah. yeah he so, struggled to come back. Yeah, because he got injured the season before, and I'm like, and I, I think he was set to come back this season, but it yeah. never it never happened. Uh, and he was so good the season before. Anyway, I'm living in the past with Andre Roberson. Uh, MVP. Now, this is the important one. Not a Giannis Antetokounmpo pick in sight. We've got Steph Curry from the J-Man uh, and Harden from myself. And I guess I was... I, was I mean, I was closer. Because well, Harden's <laughs> standard remains true. That's good. That's right. That's right. I will pick Harden again this year and Harden again the following year. No. Uh, 
we obviously had Kyrie Irving from yourself. So two injury-ridden players as your MVP picks. Uh, good on you. Uh, and I had uh, Jokic as my smoky because the Nuggets were very good. It wasn't in that MVP Finally conversation, though. Love, Nick. Yeah, more love it. to come for Denver. So you're welcome, Nuggets fans. <laughs> uh, in terms of the standings, I wonder if I can... I think we up... got them... If you want to compare while I sort of go through them, it looks like we both pretty much got the teams correct, uh, except for you picking Detroit, Nick. Not your greatest pick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what do you got to do, Jackie boy? You can't win them all. You um, cannot, you cannot, mate. But, you know, look, I, I respect... You're a good takesman, and, and that's what makes for good podcasting, mate. That's why we've been doing this for five years somehow. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's... it's. I mean, I picked Sadoransky as my... What was it? Biggest <laughs> splash on a new team? Because I thought the Bulls would be better than they were. Uh, so that didn't, I mean, that didn't go well. I'll see if I can, I see if I can bring this. Sorry to, yeah, don't mind the Zelda background people. There you uh, love it. Cause I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do this one. Ooh, yeah, there we go. What do we got, mate? Now what do we got? Go. I've, I've just chucked up the, uh, the Eastern Conference standings next to Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. All right. So Jackie boy. Yep. Milwaukee top. Correct. Philly finished sixth. So oh, they did not have a good year. Yeah. I did. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I had Philly first for reference. I mean, you can see that. <laughs> so high on Philly. Uh, I was so high on Philly. I also had Brooklyn third, uh, whereas they finished seventh. You had seventh. them fifth. Uh, Boston, you had fourth. I also had fourth. They finished third. Pretty. I mean, that's pretty good. Uh, we both had Indiana not finishing nearly as high as fourth um, over the year. We had them uh, seventh. You had Orlando in your uh, eighth, which was very correct. And I had Detroit, and Detroit finished 13th. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, that's good. Uh, and Miami in sixth for you. I had them one, two, three, four, five. I had them fifth. Woo! Hey, Go me. That's a correct. That's a correct, though. Uh, uh, no one had Toronto. Um, oh, you had them third, actually. So you were high, higher on them. I had them sixth, and they obviously finished second last year. Not bad, not bad. Terms of the, in terms of the final, uh, so we had a... We obviously did not have Miami getting close to that final. Um, we had Milwaukee v. Philly, both of us. And I had Philly uh, passing through, and you had Milwaukee passing through. Obviously, n- neither of those uh, situations eventuated. It just seems how fickle the AFL... The AFL. The NBA can be. Western Conference, I am not prepared for this. Oh, no, yes, I am. Oh, go me. Yeah, um, Jackie boy with Denver finishing top. What are you doing, mate? Denver! Denver? Uh, <laughs> whereas I always had faith. Oh, wait, no, I didn't. I had the Clippers finishing top. Never mind. Good <laughs> Lakers third, my I dude. I did. Oh, damn. I How dumb worse. does that seem now? Like I had them fourth. And you had them fourth. Like, yeah. How, how silly does that seem now? I had Utah second. You also had Utah second. Uh, they finished sixth. Yeah. Uh, and oh, yeah, I alluded to that before. Everyone thought that Utah were going to be so much better than what they were. Um, yeah, I obviously had uh, some highlights there. I obviously had Sacktown uh, scraping in on that eighth seed. But I did say that the Spurs would not make the playoffs. And they did well. not. I did. And they you did, did well. not. Uh, and I remember receiving a bit of flack from you. Um, we had Golden State in there, obviously. Injuries, Can't what happened yeah, that. injuries had uh, completely stuffed it. Um, 
I had a Clippers Lakers conference uh, final, um, which obviously the capitulation of the Clippers didn't have that um, happening. With the Clippers winning the championship, we both had the Clippers winning the championship, um, and you had uh, a Utah Clippers final. So I mean, the final and the standings are quite hard to the, to predict, but it's it's always good to see something like the Golden State Warriors. You predict them there, they finish. You know, last. last. Portland yeah. uh, Portland had some, you know, rough times. You had them six. I had them seventh. They finished eighth. So I think we like, we will hit, hit the money on that one. But then teams like Utah can really throw the spanner in the work. So it's, it's good to so revisit these. And then obviously, as I alluded to before, championship predictions. Both had the Clippers. The Clippers were, man, they, they, had, a, they had a massive run of momentum coming into the start of that season. Everyone was so high. But now... Let's do the wavy uh, uh, memory thing back to present time. Jackie boy, let's get started here. You can see here. There you go. Oh, I'll get rid of the standings. Blow this up a little bit. Look at that. Bang, bang. Look at that. Um, Jackie boy, rookie of the year. We are both taking the safe route, I would say. No real yeah. flyers here in Lamello Ball. I don't know where the bookies have uh, put him. He's I don't know favorite. what his odds. He's clear as a favorite. Okay. Um, and I think not only is he um, an NBA-ready talent, uh, his passing is that of a great NBA player. Um, and he's playing for a team who have Devontae Graham. And Joe that's Roger. it. No, no, they've got no one else, Jack. <laughs> they have no one else. Well, scary. Hey, scary Terry's not bad, but look, the way you judge Rookie of the Year is counting stats. Counting stats mm. and minutes. And, and that's what I mean. Lamella like, ball, yeah. uh, Charlotte having no one is just cause for LaMelo to do whatever he wants. Which, you know? which is, yeah, why I had Killian Hayes as my Smokey as well, because it mm. seems to me the preseason that they're giving him the reins, Derek Rose is sort of giving him a sort of mentorship role. And, you know, Detroit are going to be bad, and I think he's going to get reps to do it. And he's looked okay. I think he's had some moments here. You know, it, it's hard because there are a lot of sort of, like, role-player dudes. Like, you know, my, my favorite rookie in this class, the the boy from Sydney, Aussie Josh Green, playing for the mm. Dallas Mavericks. But then, you know, you've got Denny Avdia. I really like, you know, I was watching his game. Just, against the, just Yeah, just um, what I've seen in the preseason has, you know, it's, it's enough of a smoky. He's yeah. not going to win rookie of the year, but it's enough to, to predict a smoky. He was he was strong. He seemed so confident. He seemed so enabled by uh, by his other players and his teammates. It looked good preseason. We'll see, you know. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's good enough to to warrant the smoky. We'll see how it goes during the year. Yeah, I like it. I like mm. it. Um, we only did one dumb prediction that could happen because this is the most unpredictable season in NBA history <laughs> and you can't predict uh, a COVID season when a goddamn pandemic happens. Mm. But I, I put this out on the Brooklyn Buzz season preview. I've got to check that one out as well. There's a couple of episodes heading into our season opener against Golden State tomorrow night. Uh, and I put out the fact that maybe Kyrie Irving makes All-NBA. Is now, that that dumb though? Like he is a, he's an All-NBA player. Like he, he has, but he's not he's never healthy <laughs> so like it <laughs> basically if Kyrie Irving plays what 55 games is that good enough for all NBA possibly I just think that he can be brilliant him and KD mm. have been really good in this preseason again it's preseason but Kyrie Irving's talent 
you know, and you know, uh, Corey and I, you know, I think the top fifty will have dropped by the time we drop this. And you know, we had him in the top twenty as well, and he mm. could certainly grow. And you know, he can rival guys like Damian Lillard, Stephen Curry on their night. You know, he's hit one of the best shots in NBA history. I and there's a lot of good guards. Obviously, there's guards on the come up like Jamal Murray and Ja Morant and Trey Young. I just think that on his night, there might not be a more talented player at his position mm. in terms of point guard than Kyrie Irving. Now, again. Stephen Curry is, is goddamn amazing and Damian Lillard is goddamn amazing, but uh, I've got to give a homerish stand, Nick. I've got to get those Nets fans listening and subscribing. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't think it's that crazy dumb, but I also don't think mine is that crazy dumb either. Uh, I alluded this uh, a few episodes ago. It might have been last episode uh, that Russ will average a career high in assists uh, this year, this coming year. Um, in hopefully he takes that role of more of a facilitator than than a, an outright scorer um and even in his outright scoring seasons he's still you know averaging obviously his triple double years at least 10 um there's no reason why with the quality that we have on this um on this wizards team which is something i haven't said in a long time um in you know, Abdia can uh, can shoot. We've obviously got Bertans and Beal as well, and um, Bryant, and I mean Hachimura is, is developing. Um, he'll be playing more inside though. Um, but there's no, I mean, again, we're not just singling out shooters. It, uh, Hachimura will also get serviced by uh, uh, Russ as well. Um, you're gonna see, you're gonna see assist numbers flying. I can see that happening with Russ. Uh, so I don't think this is a completely dumb prediction, but. To think that over his entire career, he would have averaged the most assists in like his 12th season, 10th season. I don't know how many yeah, seasons he's played. Something 12. like that. Um, and it's with the Wizards. Like it, it, the, the team where he will get the least accolades is where he is the most influential, uh, has, has the most influential assist numbers. Uh, that does sound dumb. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it, I, I, I can definitely see it, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited, and this is a dangerous. This is dangerous for me to be because I've been excited about the Wizards before. Why not, mate? Let, let's all get excited. There's not a lot to be excited about this year, so it's a good way to end it. Mm. Players to make their first All Star team. Now I have a good run at this, so hopefully, you know, I'll continue that run. I had Zion and Jamal Murray with my Smokies being Jam Rand and Jalen Brown. Mm. interesting jackie boy i mean the zion is zion is i mean second year player you imagine that he's going to make a uh or be a little bit healthier you know health is going to be the 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 prime thing for him but he was you know he was talked about winning rookie of the year playing less than half of the season you know um and i think that that speaks volumes to how he plays who he is you know um and so I, I don't don't hate that. I definitely don't hate that. Um, your Smokies in Jar Morant again. It's it's sort of like who are, who are the rookie of the year and who are the rookies that really impressed. You expect them to take the next leap. Um, and yeah, it, it sort of after the bubble that we saw with Jamal Murray. That's and I was sort of on the fence a little bit with. Um, oh, why can't I TJ Warren um, for the same reasons massive bubble i guess like uh, he did all of that in the uh in the seeding games uh can he bring that into the next season maybe not maybe not an all-star um because i think uh, if anyone comes back firing is it'll be all depot for that team um 
but the players that would have like a, a a fairly solid rise, I would put TJ Warren in that, and I can see Jamal Murray taking that same sort of trajectory. Um, it's just a matter of whether he can show us that that wasn't just a blip in the radar, you know, blip in the ocean. So, hopefully, my picks, Jackie Boy, and Zach Levine, and Fred Van Vliet as my Smokey. I'm really high on the Bulls this year, and I was high on the Bulls last year, and this could all come <laughs> crashing down again. Um, I'm not so high on them that I think they're going to make the playoffs, uh, but I think it they will be good enough and... Because he was close. He was close last year, and there was a lot of talk about uh, whether he was a snub or not. Uh, and I think Beal not making it sort of took that spotlight away from um, Levine. Uh, but I think the Bulls will be better this year, and he will produce at a level where his name will definitely be in contention. And if he does get in, he'll scrape in. I'm not saying that he's going to be so good that he's going to lock it in. It's the East. Uh it's easier to get in, and I think the Bulls will be good enough to warrant a spot. So, all power to you, Zachy boy. Just keep keep doing your thing. You want an All Star? You want to be in at the All Star? I guess there won't be an All Star game this year. But I mean, probably, probably not, uh, <laughs> given how things are going. Um, but yeah, at least you can have that uh, trophy on your mantelpiece. Big yeah. time. Yeah, that's it. All right, Jackie boy. What do we got next? Uh, most excited to watch this season. No surprises that you're going for KD. Uh, and he would have been mine if you hadn't have uh, sniped him from me, but I'll let you have it. Uh, you've also had Steph Curry, and hopefully he can hopefully he can stay somewhat healthy. Uh, yeah. And I think that is, that's the key for that one. Um, for both or, of them. Oh, oh, yeah, that's true. Um, are you going to see like less games out of KD like less games out of Steph or are you going to see them back at you know given that you know they've had more rest than their oppositions I would say maybe it's not rest because it's more rehab uh if that's not really rest um but yeah would you expect to see them I guess playing more games than say your LeBron James for example your Kawhi Leonard's who are you know there's a lot of players I, I think Scott Brooks said Russ is not playing back-to-backs um, yeah, that's sort of been mentioned by Steve Nash as well about the load mm. management for KD, Kyrie, you know, 72 games in a condensed season, coming back from Achilles injury. There was talk today, I spoke about this on The Buzz, about, you know, KD feels like, you know, Steve Nash said he's at like 90%. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> he looked pretty damn good for the 90% against the Boston Celtics. Mm. I, I don't think he's going to, I think Stephen Curry's going to be fine because, you know, his, the nature of his injury was just like a broken hand. So, you know, it's not that he's conditioning and there's going to be other areas affected by his injury, like he could have, like, calves or, or that sort of thing. Stephen Curry always has some level of, like, ankle troubles because of, you know, his, his previous concerns is why he got that um, small little contract and allowed them to get Kevin Durant mm. in the first place. So, look, I'm, I'm hoping that Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry are... I think Steph will, will probably play, like, you know, 65-plus games. I think KD will play 55 to 65. Um, he's a hooper and he's going to want to be out there more regularly. But as long as he is healthy at the most important time in the playoffs, um, that's when we need him. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, I do like those. I do like those picks, and I am, like I said, I'm high on the I'm high on the net. So I'm super keen. I'm so keen to see Brooklyn play, uh, and I was very excited to see them beat my Wizards uh, in the preseason. Uh, my most exciting is a very very boring pick. It's Russell Westbrook. 
it's wizard. It's the wizard team in general. I was, I, I got a taste of them in the in the preseason, and they looked great. They looked alert. I'm seeing, you know, Coach Russ on the uh, in in you know on the training on the training courts, uh, you know, coaching and mentoring, and I guess just enabling his players and you know instilling some sort of confidence in in an organization that is severely lacking in it. Um, his relationship with Scott Brooks is is going to bring out some of the some of his well did bring out his, some of his best basketball when he played at um, Oklahoma. Um, so, yeah, Russ is... He, he's going to be dynamic. He's going to be so... Yeah, so great. Anyway, I can't... I, I've spoken about Russell Westbrook enough. <laughs> Let's go on a bit of a... a bit of a, you know, left field... A bit of left field here. Coach more likely to be fired. No, I had Lloyd Pierce of the Atlanta mm. Hawks. Now, there is... Increased, obviously going to be increased pressure on him after this offseason that they had. Mm-hmm. Nate McMillan as their number one assistant as well. The former coach of the Indiana Pacers would be a ready-made replacement if that were to be the case. Mm-hmm. You know, the heat is on and there's been rumblings in the past and last season that, you know, Trey Young and Lloyd Pierce had friction. Now, I don't know if I buy into that and who that was reported by specifically. I don't think I saw it on like NBC Sports. So, look, I think that there's going to be pressure on them. Then there's probably other coaches as well like you know Flip Saunders Scott Brooks like your sort of picks there and but I put in Mike Budenhoser because whether he's fired in the regular season I don't think is going to be the case but if we see Mike Budenhoser play Giannis 28 minutes again in a goddamn postseason game I might shoot someone Nick I might be that I might go to Milwaukee break quarantine and all these restrictions because he is just stupid and inflexible and rigid it's so it's frustrating because we know that it's just like hey play the good players mm. more minutes you might win more games doing that thing and it's just like i can tell you that and i'm an idiot i picked freaking frank Vogel to get fired last year oh god infuriating nick infuriating yeah i like the mike budenholzer pick because of you know the, what the playoffs had, had, had proven um i think uh I think Trey Young making the All-Star game last year was possibly the worst thing to happen to Lloyd Pierce because if Trey Young had made the All-Star game this year instead, he could point to that as being, look, look, progression. Don't get rid of me. Um, But I think him making the All-Star team, the Atlanta Hawks are going to want, they're going to want playoffs. Um, And I don't think they'll make it. And they, they, they could be in a situation where uh, they fall below expectations. And then in that case, you know, that's when your, your Lloyd Pierce's will be let go, um, if, especially if they start slowly. If they start slowly, oh boy, um, it'll be hot. That seat will be hot, which is why I picked Luke Walton because I have no faith in the Sacramento Kings. You picked a, him to be... As opposed to last year <laughs> when I picked him to be coach of the year. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, this year proved to me that... Luke Walton is not a good coach. And I think that's... Nope. Uh, yeah, I, it was something that I was holding on to for so long after, you know, he did so well at uh, Golden State. Uh, but I think that just speaks to the stability of that organization, the quality of the team. Um, not not belittling Steve Kerr's, you know, influence because it's not like anyone could take over that team but he set forward an architecture that was so him and and bob myers um 
uh, an architecture that was so stable that someone like Luke Walton could succeed there. And now that he has the reins, obviously the Kings are not exactly the picture, you know, the picture of stability. Um, you know, their front office is renowned for making some of the worst trade decisions, not trade, drafting decisions uh, of any organization. They're obviously one that, that, that doesn't make good decisions. And I think this has really exposed the cracks in Luke Walton's, uh, I guess, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like aptitude? No, that's not the word. Aptitude. Ineptitude. Aptitude. Aptitude. Yeah. His aptitude for for coaching and or well, lack thereof. Um, so yes, I think uh, they'll have another underwhelming season. They will see another season wasted for Fox. And that'll be it. I think that will be uh, that'll be it for Walton. So he is, whether it happens early, whether it happens first, or whether it like it will happen this season, unless the Kings are good. But I really don't think that'll happen. Um, my also smoky Scott Brooks because I always put Scott Brooks on the cards, despite the fact how excited I am for Washington. If it all blows up in our face, then he could go. Although I would I would be curious to see how Russ goes because he could presumably he doesn't turn against brooks and that could save his job uh yeah. but you know so that's why that's why i was the smoky like if we're bad then he could be but russ could be fighting for him and you know there's a whole lot of uh, politics that could happen but coach of the year jackie boy you've got the uh newly appointed coach for the Come on, Sixers. come on, Nick, Nicky boy. Sixers, yes, that's right. For some reason, I was thinking Houston Rockets, and I'm like, no, that's the other guy who I don't know his name yet. Um, Silas. Thank you, thank you. Um, this is how much prep I've done for this podcast. Thank you. Um, for some reason, Doc is just in my head is still Clippers, Clippers, Clippers. But you know that obviously blew up. So big things for the Sixers, then, Jackie boy. Yeah, look, you were drinking the Kool-Aid last year, Nick. It seems to me I'm replacing you uh, this year around. You know, I think you know when we get to our standings, I'm pretty high on them. I think that they are a legitimate Eastern Conference Finals threat. You know, I think Daryl Morey's impact. You know, I think he's going to be making moves whether you know they acquire James Harden for Ben Simmons or there's other smaller mm-hmm. moves. You know, and I think Doc Rivers can get the best out of Joel Embiid, and I think that's going to be the key because you know, Joel Embiid. You know, he can go, you know what? You're not fit enough, fat boy. Get down and, and run some suicides for me. Um, probably shouldn't have said fat boy. Um, <laughs> small time. Such boy. an oxymoron. Calling Joel Embiid fat boy. Yeah, look, he he, he needs to get fitter. And, and his yeah. conditioning does need to improve. And, and that's, that's a simple thing that can stop him from being truly great. Um, and I think Doc Rivers can certainly get that out of him. And he's also a really, really good coach. And hopefully they don't, they don't get a 3-1 lead in whatever post-finals <laughs> appearance that they do get. And I had to give the smoky to Steve Nash, who was your coach of the year, because uh, he he's just a sexy man. He is he so sexy. He is the sort of new Quinn Snyder of the, uh, of the league. Yeah. Yeah. He's overtaken the sexiest coach. Um, yeah, and he's just, you know, the coaches have so much old man swag. It's great. I mean, like, I wouldn't really call Quinn Snyder an old man. He's not pop old man, but he's not young either. Um, nah. And, you know, Steve Natch, even younger, but he's still got that, 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 I don't know, that the sort of corporate swag. Anyway, we're not talking about, we're not corporate talking about the swag of uh, Steve <laughs> Nash. Um, I'm high on the nets. I've, how many times do I have to say this? Um, 
And if they finish where I think they're going to finish, and if they progress in the playoffs how I think they're going to progress in the playoffs, he will win Coach of the Year. He And, you know, I think the media has so much to play in this in their recent sort of accusations of Kyrie Irving. Like, all of the stuff that Kyrie has drawn can elevate Nash's sort of, um, I, I, I guess, um, uh, you know, candidacy. Oh, God, my brain is not working today. Uh, candidacy for um, Coach of the Year. And... You know, he's like saying about how he brought these two superstars together and everything worked all right. Kyrie was very, you know, uh, you know, had a had a terrific year. Everyone was healthy. He brought in all these assistant coaches. It was a bloody masterclass. You're going to see experts picking apart Brooklyn games and seeing, oh, you know, uh, D'Antoni uh, was very, you know, prominent in, in that area. Uh, he, you know, Jared Allen clearly learned this from Stoudemire. Like, you're, you're going to be seeing these deep analytics in, in Brooklyn games because they have the most famous coaching staff and everyone knows their name. So it's not like, you, you you know, you're bringing in abstract names and be like, hey, that guy's really good. These are household names that people know and people are going to want to know how they've impacted the Brooklyn Nets. So if all goes well... Um, which I believe it will. Steve Nash, uh, it'll be just, uh, uh, yeah, it'll it'll go well for Steve Nash. So um, here's hope, Jackie boy, for your sake. But uh, one other one other one for me, Monty Williams. Um, I'm very high on Phoenix as well. The acquisition of Chris Paul was a was a masterclass. It was a stroke of genius, um, and I think uh, his acquisition alone will uh boost all of the other players uh the younger players will learn so much from him we saw the growth in Shea Gilgis Alexander and Schroeder from um uh from uh, Chris Paul being there in in Oklahoma so I am very high on the um on Phoenix as well so um yeah he, he, he could definitely pip that award so yeah Yes, two two fairly sound picks that I'm quite confident on. I'm I'm quietly confident about either one of those two winning coach of the year. So, uh, you know, I'm not 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 so confident on most of my other predictions. Sixth man of the year, Jackie Boy. You've gone with a homer pick and Karis Levert. Look, he if he if he maintains the six man role, he is the best player coming off the bench in the NBA. You know, he's being referred to as our Manu Ginobili. He's our third best player, and he's coming off the bench. That's like putting Drew Holiday on the bench and telling him to come off the bench. You know, it's it, it, he is going to cook against second units. Like there is going to be no one in a second unit that can stop him. You know, it's it's plain and simple. He did it against the Boston Celtics. Obviously, they have a, a clear lack of depth. But I just think that if Karasovic maintains now, and he will close games as well. You know, you always get the the players that like get the closing game bump. You know, I think. Lou Williams is my smoky pick because I just had to pick someone else. I'm like, oh, well, Lou Williams is always a safe bet. It's like, you know, if we did this like three years ago, it would have been Jamal Crawford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I like it, Jackie boy. Um, obviously, I'm, a, you know, we were talking two years ago how Karis LeVert is the is the superstar next to D'Lo. Like, he is the, he's the next star of that of that Nets team. Obviously, trades have happened and blah, 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 blah. Um, but I do like uh, is because obviously you bring those quality guys off the bench, and it certainly does work. We've seen it in in the in Clipperland for two years now with uh, Lou Will, uh, who's obviously good enough to start. Um, 
so yeah, I'm I'm going with a guy who got snubbed this year in Schroeder. Um, although now that I'm thinking about it, he's probably going to start now that Chris Paul's not there. So, not Chris whoops. Paul. Uh, yeah, yeah, Chris Paul. Uh, Chris Paul's not there now that he's not there. Well, he's at the Lakers now, my guy. Oh, yes. Sorry, my bad. My brain is still... Oh, well, then, yes, that's right. I did write this down a while ago. Yes, that's right. Sorry, my brain is uh, my brain is not working. He's definitely going to um, come off the bench for the Lakers. He's not going I'm, to. Uh, I, he's not going to start. For, he's not going to start for the Lakers. And this is this is this is why I put him. Not only that, but the Lakers are going to be winning this championship next year. They're going to be good. They're going to get good um, bench production because they, they, they they've strengthened their team. I think, uh, and Schroeder is a massive piece in that. He was so good last year. He deserved to get it last year. He'll get sympathy votes again this year, and he will he will come off the bench for the Lakers. Yes, God damn. Fair enough. Preparation I'm, I'm, is rock bottom, Jackie boy. Yeah, look, he 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 <laughs> wants to start, and look, he certainly could start. It's it's if he does come off the bench, then I think he you know he was very close to winning it this year, Nick. So the starting um, I, experiment did not work, Dennis. It didn't work. Dennis. Come off the bench. Yes, Dennis. <laughs> um, let's move on to the most improved player. I have OG Ananobi with my smokiest DeAndre Ayton, who you also share with that. Yep. You know, you've made your thoughts clear about the Phoenix Suns. I yep. agree. Chris Paul is going to... He makes he makes bigs better, and he's already mm. made another big named DeAndre better. Um, That's so right. He's probably going right. to do with the, with the second DeAndre. The name is OG important. And, OG Ananobi, I'm just uh, ridiculously high on. I think, mm. you know, he got that extension today. Four years, $80 million. I think that was an absolute steal from the Toronto Raptors. I think that he is going to be great for them. And, you know, I saw Dave Dufour of the Athletic Fame, and, you know, I've chatted with him on a podcast before, that he thinks OG Ananobi could become the best player on the Toronto Raptors and, and overtake Pascal Siakam as the number one option. And I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm with it. You know, I'm going to go all in on that as well. I think OG Ananobi, I struggle not to have him in my top 50 as well with K-Wall. Um, for, for OTG's top 50, which is mm. dropping really, really, really soon. But yeah, and I didn't want to give it to Population Control Porter Jr. because, you know, a guy can't win most approved if he's not taking the vaccine, Nick. That's fair. He might be exiled from the league if he uh, refuses. <laughs> if he refuses. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've gone Michael Porter Jr. He showed, he showed me enough in the playoffs. He's got the attitude. Um, he, he's just good. Like, he's... You know, injuries were always a problem with him, and and people knew that you know if he could get if he could get his injuries under control, then he would be, and then he was the best player in that draft. Uh, but the injuries is why he slipped, and Denver really it was worth taking the flyer on him a hundred percent. I think they got him at six or something like that, uh, or nine. 13. Was it thirteen? Oh man, yeah. he dropped ages. Yeah, a hundred percent worth. Uh, and he is certainly showing his quality, his athleticism and his, his skill. Such athleticism. Such athleticism. Uh, and his skill, are, 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 they're just, I mean, they're great. I mean, I'm, I'm, running, out of, I'm running out of words to say. Um, and so enough to make an all-star, maybe, maybe not. The West is, the West is always hard, um, but certainly enough to, um, yeah, to, to, to take that take that most improved player award given that the nuggets will be good as well and he'll be um he'll be an important contributor to them if he can shore up that defense Ooh, that defense um players to make the biggest splash in their new team jackie boy 
You're copying me a little bit, even though I don't have this guy. Russell Westbrook. Talk Russell Westbrook, it's clear. You made all the points earlier, Nick. Yeah. My smoky is Serge Ibaka because, one, I think the relationship that he has that's established with Kawhi Leonard, I think mm. it's going to be good for him because Kawhi seemed to sort of exile himself a little bit from the team last year, whereas now he's got a friend. <laughs> it sounds weird. It's like, you know, I'm a kid at lunchtime is just like, oh, he doesn't have a friend to play with. I'll give him a Serge Ibaka. Kawhi, <laughs> go, Kawhi go play with Serge. But... I think that he can, and I think as well in terms of on the court, he is an upgrade over Montrezl Harrell, and he makes so much of an impact defensively. I think he's the perfect small ball five. You know, great defensively, a uh, great perimeter threat. I think he's going to be really important for the Clippers' success, and it's why I sneakily have them uh, rocketing up. And maybe I kept them as my pick. Maybe I didn't for the championship. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. I'm as. Uh, I agree with the. Better than uh, better than Montrezl Harrell uh, take, uh, probably better than Montrezl Harrell in terms of uh, I guess morale. <laughs> if we're going to go uh, that route, uh, I do certainly agree with that. Um, but yeah, um, I, I obviously the Russell Westbrook quick. We made all the uh, we made all the points before. Um, my pick in Chris Paul, and again we've 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 talked about this. It's the it's his ability to make to make players better and to boost them into a level that you know they they weren't once before. Uh, my Smokey being John Wall, I just think um, he's such a dynamic player with so much to prove that he is going to want to um, yeah he's he's going to want to. Oh, my Google Doc has died, and Jack has left me. Oh, apologies there, ladies and gentlemen. Some technical difficulties. My internet decided to die. Um, but we are back. Um, anyway, I think where we were going was I I picked Chris Paul, um, given that, you know, we've already explained how much of an impact he's going to make on a new team with new bigs. Um, you know, DeAndre Aiden's going to have a big year under him. So um, I think his impact on that on the Phoenix team will be great. John Wall as well. He's such a, an active and exciting player that I think no matter where he goes, he's got so much to prove that um, he's going to make an impact no matter where he, he, go, he goes. And he, he obviously went to Houston. Um, moving on, Jackie Boy, Defensive Player of the Year. We're both taking Anthony Davis for obvious reasons. Uh, the guy set it as a personal goal for him to make Defensive Player of the Year last year. Um, didn't make it. And so he's going to be coming back with a vengeance next year. It is going to be his only focus. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to add on AD's DPOY candidacy? I think it's because of the fact that he didn't win it last mm. year and he proved in the postseason that you know him and Giannis are the two best defenders and you could make a, a credible argument that Davis is better and maybe the best defensive player in the league right now. There's a narrative for him being like, well, we should have given it to him last year. Let's give it to him this year. My smoky was Ben Simmons because... He might be the most versatile defender in the league. And a guy that can guard, you know, one through five, mm. you know, he's not a great room protector, but that's probably his only defensive weakness. Whereas, you know, a guy like AD literally can do everything defensively, mm. apart from maybe some of the smalls. But um, when he was guarding Damian Lillard, uh, he certainly proved that. So he is just so damn good defensively. I would be surprised if he doesn't win it. I think the only thing that's stopping him is health. And, you know, there's perennial guys that are sort of in the conversation, you know, Rudy Gobert, you know, I'm sure that he'll be in there after getting his max extension. Mm. 
You could also throw in a guy like Draymond Green. You know, if the Golden State Warriors are really good this season and Draymond is back to his best, you know, Draymond Green is one of the best defenders of all time. And, you know, he revolutionized the mm-hmm. position and, you know, small ball. So it, there's a, a conversation that Draymond Green could be there. He won't be there on opening night, though. So he'll have to be doing no. it for the other 71 games. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I don't hate that. Um, I, I, I thought the race was too close to pick a Smokey. I think just Davis is out and out, like clear. I, I, think he's going to win. Um, if not, it probably will be a Giannis again, but like voter fatigue is a, is a thing. Um, so yeah, I, I, all my, all my eggs are in the, in the Davis basket. Uh, for MVP, we both had KD. Um, again, he's got a lot to prove on a new team. He's going to want to bring his best gaming game out. Um, and he's going to want to play. And um, that's the big thing when a lot of, a lot of star players might be resting. Um, you know, he might be playing, five to ten more games than um than 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 other superstars in the league potentially um you know i i'm not a person on the inside that knows kevin durant's uh, load management but this is just a this is just a feeling that i have he's going to want to push to play um and providing that he is healthy uh will play as many games as he can uh my smoke is lebron james very unsexy pick, um, but he's great. LeBron James is good, Jack. Newsflash. Oh, wow, hey, Nicholas. Going out on the limb with your hot takes there. I'm not, <laughs> I take all the compliments back about your hot takes from earlier. Look, um, it, it's always, is it smoky because it's like, is LeBron going to play enough games? You know, this might be the first season where no, we see that's LeBron. That's what I mean. Like, he hasn't won an MVP. He's been in the conversation, but he hasn't won an MVP in... Oh, the last time he's regular season MVP it's just because he doesn't yeah. give a shit about the regular season generally yeah, um, and there's always someone who does there's always someone who's moving up through the ranks that wants to prove himself um, and I just yeah I think LeBron James actually caring about the regular season is the smoky part of this because uh, he was he was obviously close last year and he was he was upset last year so he may want to uh, try that a little bit harder and, and try to try to win it Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's fair. I Joel and beat is mine. You know, all the points that I made earlier, if mm. he's in conditioned. Um, and, and I think, you know, smoke, it wouldn't be smoky, but, you know, Luka Doncic is a guy that is the, the favorite. And if the Dallas Mavericks, as you can probably see in our standings, if they get a top four home court advantage, then there's certainly a, a very legitimate case for him mm-hmm. as well. Yep. Beautiful. Now the standings, Jackie boy. This is where it tends to get a little bit convoluted. This is where it tends to get a little bit convoluted for me. But we won't go through them. I mean, you can see them. You can see them there if you wanted to uh, look through them. But highlights for you, Jackie boy. I mean, I'll start with. I'll start with me. Um, I've got Washington and Atlanta scraping in at seven and eight, uh, which is a little bit different than your traditional sort of. You know, well, obviously, like Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Philly, Boston. They're all in the mix. Uh, but I've got Washington and Atlanta pipping those last two spots. And Brooklyn finishing top. Not only that, not only will Brooklyn finish top, they will make the pl- the East Eastern Conference Finals and win. Uh, so they will be they will be heading to the NBA Finals, my boy. What do you, what do you uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, look, I got Milwaukee and Brooklyn with Milwaukee winning. I think that you know Giannis is finally going to be able to step up when it matters. Mm. You know the other sort of highlights for me. I know you didn't have Indiana there, which is probably a, a bit of a, mm. a hot take for you. I had Washington in over Atlanta. I just, you know, 
but partly for you. We used to, like, in the early season of this podcast, give each other so much shit. Oh, look at Brooklyn, 20 wins, Rondo Hollis Jefferson, and now we've got Kevin Durant. You guys got Russell Westbrook. It's a bit of a love fest. Sometimes we, we got older, we learn to appreciate each other more. And I think life is better that way, Nick. Oh, life is cute. better that way. That's cute. <laughs> but, yeah, those are, I guess, the sort of big highlights for me. You know, you can roll a dice for anywhere 1 to 5, 1 to 6 for me. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you, you've got Miami finishing as high as second whereas i've got them finishing one two three four five six um sixth so that's that's like a bit of a discrepancy the rest of them are pretty much in the ballpark um like toronto finishing around there boston philly um but yeah so i'm higher on the uh, i guess you have to be like cautiously optimistic with uh, brooklyn you've got them finishing fifth yeah cautiously optimistic because you know me i like to Taper it down and then mm. be pleasantly surprised. Lovely, lovely. All right, Western Conference. This is where things went a little bit. I mean, I I, I went a little bit crazy. I was like, I was getting to the end of this dock, and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, why not? Uh, we've both got the Lakers uh, topping the Western Conference, which is no surprise after the year they had and the trades that they have made. Highlights for me, Jackie boy. Um, I've shown a lot of love to Denver, putting them second. I put Phoenix fifth ahead of Golden State, Utah, and Portland. So I'm fairly low on Utah. Utah have not... Uh, they didn't impress me last year, and I don't think they're going to impress me again. That being said, they'll still make the playoffs. And seventh is about, I reckon, where they sit. Um, you disagree? Look, I, I'm i just a bit higher on Utah. You know, I think that... you know I spoke about this in the Power Rankings pod with, with Corey and Nick. Teams from you know three to six, uh, it's so it's a crapshoot. You know who mm. who knows? It's going to be about health. It's going to be about productivity, mm. and I think health's probably going to be the main one. And I think Utah have enough depth. They've made some improvements. I think Denver losing Jeremy Grant's going to make them have a little bit of a step back. But I wouldn't be surprised if you know your boy Population Control Porter Junior steps yep. up and gets the vaccine and gets some superpowers. And that's the plan. Um, <laughs> that's, the, that's the plan. But yeah, in, in saying that, we both have what we had originally last year with the the Clippers and the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the Clippers winning the, the Clippers uh, winning. Western Conference Finals. I, I'm going back to Clipperlands. Even though they burnt me before. No, I've got too much faith in the Lakers. They've shown that they can do it. Uh, as I mentioned, I think they've gotten stronger. Um, they've lost some good players, but their, their acquisition is amazing. Uh, the AD-LeBron relationship is just going to get better. Um, it's all smiles in Laker land. And, I, and, you know, they don't have a long road to go to get to the championship. Whereas the Clippers, I feel like their road is paved with more obstacles um given the turmoil that they had last year not like you know who they're playing and their schedule i haven't looked that deep into it um but the lakers will have less obstacles on their road to this championship because they've proven that they've they've proven the naysayers they're not going to have the same media you know um doubts you know, you're not going to have the articles as like, are the, Clip- are the Lakers suited to win this championship? No, but you're going to get a million articles discussing the legitimacy of the Clippers. Um, and that that can be, that can 100% be burdening. Uh, that being said, repeating is very, very hard. So It um, is. That's why I didn't have it. Yeah, I think that's, we'll see, that's we'll gonna... see how that goes. I think, yep. uh, and I mentioned this before, I think they've got the ment- the the caliber of, the caliber of players to do it. They've got... 
very sound mental players, um, I think, from what I saw last year. Obviously, we'll see how that goes in the in the next season. Um, I can't speak for repeating in a championship, so I uh, can't exactly speak from experience there. But everyone, uh, every expert that has told me that it's hard, uh, I tend to trust them. So uh, we'll see. But I have faith in LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I think they have the... Uh, they have the stones to do it. Jackie fair, boy, mate. that is our season preview. How good was that? First episode of season five. There were some lovely picks in there. Um, some crazy ones. I also forgot to mention that I've, got, I've put Dallas fourth, um, which is probably a lot higher than most people would put them. Um, again, Luca. I'm in love with Luca, so... Um, yeah, so anyway, all power, all, all power to uh, Dallas. But yeah, good stuff, Jackie boy. And uh, we are in for a an exciting fifth season of the podcast. It's, uh, it's going to be a good one. Yes, sir. Jackie boy, that just about does it for another week. So we'd just like to say thank you for tuning in to another episode of Just Ball Things. As always, you can catch us on on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Player FM, Spreaker, Spotify, wherever it is you listen to your podcasts, uh, we will be there. Uh, Do us a favor, if you're listening to us on Apple, leave us a rating and review. It helps other people find the show. If you are watching us on the YouTubes, hit the like button, comment with whatever the hell you want, uh, and hit that subscribe button to the OTG network. Hit that notification bell as well, so you know when fresh content comes out by OTG and... JBT, alike. Uh, remember, it's you guys that make the show great, so we appreciate any and every post heading our way. So until next week, keep balling super. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Superstars. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.